Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. How are we all doing today on this bright Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? <laughs> uh, I actually knew that. I only, the only reason I knew that though is because we were in the studio yesterday. For those of you tuning in yesterday, you will have seen me and Viv side by side, but socially distanced, uh, in the ICU studio. So how are we all doing? How are we all doing? Jumping into the chat. Salty Dog, good morning, dude. Do you know, I keep seeing you everywhere, Salty Dog. If I just jump into, uh, um, like, say... Uh, Andy from the PUBG team, or audio, <laughs> okay, BRB, BRB, it's not done it for a while though, so do you know what, I'll take that, I'll take that. Is it good? Does it sound good? I've got my own stream on so I can hear it. Is it good? Yeah, it sounds fine. Nice, nice, nice. How are we all doing? How are we all doing? Um, right, right. Do you know what? It's, I found something that fixed it for like um, about a minute. There's, there's, it's something to do with the way that the audio is compressed or something. So I changed the audio. Um, I can't remember. I, I want to say it hurts, but I don't think it hurts his audio, is it? But anyway, I changed whatever the uh, audio output thing was, and it fixed it for like three streams, and now it's back again. Although I did have a Streamlabs update this morning, so that may have reverted it. Um, so, yeah, I will have a look. I will have a look. But anyway, what I was saying was, good morning. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Uh, and then I jumped onto the fact that I'm seeing Salty Dog everywhere. That's what I was saying. So when I'm jumping into a PUBG stream, Salty Dog's there. So it's nice to see. Nice to see we're in the same places. But thank you for joining us this morning, Salty Dog. How's things? How's things? Uh, West also says, are you stalking me, Salty? There you go. There you go. Salty's stalking everyone. Uh, morning, Chuck it. Morning, show. I mean, yeah, nice to have you here-ish. <laughs> um, uh, Gagad said, poor audio again today. Uh, Sho says, no, that's his voice. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Uh, 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 does it sound good? Uh, that's subjective, says Sho. Okay, does anyone does anyone want to drop a big fat ban hammer on Sho? Uh, it's fine, I don't mind if you want it. If it's fine. Do we have Do we have mod number five? Don't Good morning, Mr. Clark, as well. How's things, dude? Morning, GMB. Good to see you, boys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, we have not too many stories today. Not, not that we don't have enough. We just we we used to have like four, five, six stories, but the news is just so meaty at the moment. Yesterday we had four stories, and we only got through two. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, we haven't overdone it with the news today, uh, which should be nice. Which should allow us to get through the news and be set to start on Masters of the League at eleven. So yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. But anyway, for, for those of you who don't know, my name is Graham. This 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 that's the one is the man that we call Bibber, and we 
together. Uh, Ice Cream uploads. And in true Ice Creamy fashion, this is your scoop, your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. And some may say the UK's number one video game podcast. We are those some, but it's fine. It's fine. It all counts. We're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions in return. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Bang on! Ish. Um... Ish. Uh, each and every single weekday, Monday to Friday. So feel free to join us at twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads in the chat as we go through all of the news live. And it's important that if you are in the chat, use your voice if you can. Obviously, if you're a lurker, that's fine. But if you have the ability to get involved in the chat, please do so because we turn it into a YouTube video and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play a little bit later on. Obviously, everyone gets the benefits of all the on demand stuff, but they don't get to say hello in the chat uh, or even use the exclusive hello emote. Uh, we do have an exclusive hello emote, by the way, and it sounds a little bit like this. Hello. Oh, yeah, Bibi has to be quiet. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget about that. Uh... Yeah, I've got to try and keep it down a little bit today. Can't be calling anyone a cunt this early. <laughs> um, uh, Fatman Dev says, whenever I hear the last bit of the new countdown, all I can think of is a cinema <clears throat> uh, sins video. Uh, just, just need the words to say everything wrong with Stadia. A cinema sins video. I don't. I don't know what cinema sins is. Uh, but but yeah, I'll take that as a as a good thing. That's fine. We like the new countdown. It's nice. Yeah, we tried to um, add a little bit of oomph to the countdown. Um, I'm still not quite sure on the end of it. So we get like the turn nine eight. We wanted to go like Inception and blah, but we also didn't want to get rid of the little pew pew like um, asteroids little spaceship at the end of it either. But I'm not sure if the asteroids kind of defeats the whole point so today i just kind of skipped over the asteroids bit but it's yeah. fine it's fine it's fine it's fine anyway should we jump into some news bit do you know what i think we should oh, let's do that let's do that okay let me jump into the screen hey and the first story of the day nintendo could continuously iterate switch like iPhone investment firms predict. This is written by Andy Robinson for VGC, and it says Switch could be the company's first console that lasts effectively forever. Uh, a pair of investment firms have predicted that Nintendo will attempt to break free from the cyclical hardware cycle and adopt an iPhone-like approach with future Switch iterations. Nintendo is currently enjoying one of its most successful periods in its recent history with shares up 30% in 2020 uh, and in rage uh, of an all-time record high, Bloomberg reports. However, the publication notes that many investors believe the platform holder could enjoy even greater growth if it broke free from the console cycle, which typically sees it reset its user base every five to six years which could allow it to continue to grow switch's 61 million players for an extended period like iphone new versions of switch could be backwards compatible with all games released so far while becoming more uh, powerful and adding additional features it said with every console generation the install base resets to zero and their earnings power essentially resets to zero uh, tone tran of investment manager 10 west advisors told bloomberg Tran added that he believed Nintendo can break free by releasing a new, more powerful Switch every few years, as Apple does with iPhone. They can continuously have an install base of, say, 100 million consoles out there that just moves along over time. Nintendo has repeatedly referenced extending Switch's lifespan beyond its current, uh, beyond its previous consoles. Although it's not explicitly, uh, explicitly said it's pursuing an Apple-like business model, Nintendo has already released one Switch revision in the light, and a more powerful Pro model is reportedly being 
prepared for release next year. The platform holder has also been well-versed in extending the life of its hardware with iterations in the past, as seen with its Game Boy and Nintendo DS handhelds. Ryan O'Connor, the portfolio manager of Cross uh, Crossroads Capital, reportedly told, uh, told Bloomberg he was convinced Nintendo Switch uh, will be a perpetual platform and not just the company's latest cycle. In an April 2019 note distributed shortly after it invested in Nintendo, Crossroads Capital said its belief that Nintendo was transitioning to an iterative hardware model was one of the key reasons behind its interest in the company. Nintendo uh, has been working hard to eliminate that cyclical volatil uh, volatility altogether by creating a console platform that can last effectively forever, it said. That means Nintendo's most valuable asset, its installed base of console users, need never again reset to zero as it has every five to six years in the past. Uh, the note went on to highlight several hints it believed Nintendo had made towards a potential transition to an iterative hardware model. The first hint uh, that Nintendo was moving in this direction may have come in 2013, Crossroads Capital said, when the late Satoru Iwata unified the company's home console and handheld divisions into a single group. Then, on a 2018 investor call, Nintendo creative lead Shigeru Miyamoto said that the company was aiming to extend the Switch's lifespan beyond the typical five to six years enjoyed by most consoles. And... In April 2018, CEO Shintaro Furukawa uh, hinted at the strategic shift underway by stating that there will be times when business is good and times when business is bad, but I want to manage the company in a way that keeps us from shifting between joy and despair. And during a recent briefing, Nintendo management hinted that it could use its Nintendo account to lock users in. We can't simply follow what other companies are doing or, change, uh, or chase the latest technology trends, it said. That's an interesting story to kick things off. So Nintendo... Mm -hmm could get rid of exactly where we are right now. We're all on the verge of a switch to the next generation. For a lot of us, that means buying new consoles and being in at the start. For a lot of us, it also means not getting new console consoles, either because of availability or because we just don't want to, or we don't have the money. Whatever reasons, some people aren't jumping into the next generation. And that provides an issue for companies like Sony and Microsoft who want people to continue to be added uh, not added. Uh, it, it, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, invested. That's the word I'm looking for. Invested yeah. users in their ecosystem, adding to their bottom line, buying games. Um, we see at this point, or within the last 12 months, numerous games breaking records. I mean, let's go back a couple of years even. Spider-Man breaking records. Uh, the Last of Us breaking records in terms of number of copies sold, number of concurrent uh, players, number of games sold within the first week or month. And that happens because the install base is massive by the time you get to the mm -hmm. end of a console's uh, lifespan. Um, when you start again, you lose all of that. So as good as Godfall could be, it's not going to break all of records in terms of it's not going to sell... 10 million copies in the first month because there won't be 10 million PlayStations existing in the first month, PS5s that is. Um, so Nintendo has opted to switch away from that and go to iterative uh, incremental updates that allow the Switch S and the Switch X and the Switch X Pro Max, like you get yeah. with iPhones or whatever, uh, all to work alongside each other. Thoughts, Bib? Well, I do... This is something that we've covered quite a few times where I've said, even before it was announced, that I do think that they need to bring out something like a Switch Pro, using the word Pro like the PlayStation did and things like that. But just uh, a, a Switch that's got a bit more oomph. So when you're playing a AAA title, it doesn't look like it's a really, really low-end 
current gen console because the 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 difference between the switch and a normal uh, and a normal home console there is a gap there i mean it's an absolute miracle that we've been able to get games like doom wolfenstein on this and to be able to get it to run as well as it has done uh, the outer worlds as well um so to have those kind of games on a portable system like this is an absolute miracle let's take that a little bit a step forward now this is again something that we've talked about on here how how good can the make a handheld console be in the AAA market without things like the battery playing a part in it? Because if you was to try and ramp up the graphics and everything else and the components that are inside it, the battery will go a hell of a lot faster. I don't think it's as easy as uh, switching it up every two years like you do with your phone. Um, I think that's just it's, it's just the way that it is. You can't just keep on banging out new materials to put inside these consoles. I think the way that they should probably try and look at it over the next four years maybe maybe even a little bit more switch pro 100 bring that find a way that we can try to play these triple a games at at the very least high end like playstation 4 pro uh or whatever the current xbox one x is i think that's what it is like the high end of that see if you could try and get the battery to last um while you're using it in handheld if that's the case if you have to play those games at the absolute optimum in the dock, make a more powerful dock so we can actually output that kind of thing. I think that'll be a nice little workaround. You play at a very low-end PlayStation 4 in your handheld, dock it, it's high-end PlayStation 4 or Xbox, whichever one that you'd, whichever you're a fanboy of, we'll use that one. Um, <laughs> then I think the other way, uh, the other the other option is to make, this is, this is the dumbest thing I'll ever say in a sentence, but I'm trying to make sense of it in my own head. And it's end up, <laughs> A Nintendo Switch Lite. So it's the high-end version of the console, but only in handheld form like we've got now. We've got the Switch Lite where you can't take the Joy-Cons off, you can't dock it to your TV, and it's a more affordable option if you don't want any of those things. So you'll have the top-end version of it, but in a a little... You can't even make it smaller because of the components that'll be in it, but just you can't take the Joy-Cons off and you can't dock it, so that'll shave 150 quid off or whatever it'll be. So I think they're the two options, the next the next steps for them, because I don't even think they've actually officially released that they're going to be doing the Switch Pro. However, it's all hearsay and rumour at this moment in time. There's been people leaning towards it, but we haven't heard anything official from the horse's mouth. So until that becomes a reality, I don't think they can look beyond that. But the model of being able to change a Switch console every two years, I don't think that's a good or viable option because you're going to end up in a market where there's going to be 17 different versions of the co- of the same console, just with different specs. And then we're going to run into Xbox territory of everything being called the, the same, pretty much, barring one word or a letter at the end of it. I mean, <clears throat> uh, playing devil's advocate, uh, it works for Apple. They have, um, so I have the 10s Max, I think, um, which there was the 10. Uh, there was the 10s. Uh, I think was there a 10 Max and then the 10s Max. I can't remember. Uh, and then there's the 11, and then there's 11 Pro and and stuff. So they have all these different confusing names. It was much easier when it was like uh, four, five, six. Uh, did it even have a six? I can't even remember. Um, but it was it was it was less confusing when that sort of stuff happened obviously they then got to, like you got the three and you got the three gs and then you got the four mm-hmm. and then you got the four s where did the g go <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> so it's still confusing but but it was it was reasonable when there was just kind of like one phone getting better getting better but then they started to mix it up by adding 
rather than having the iPhone and then this year's iPhone, which is the S version of last year's, and then the next yeah. year's will be the next number or whatever, they now have um, the SEs and the uh, the Pros. So you've got like the, the top, middle and bottom tiers annually, yeah. which does make it um, confusing and does muddy the water a little bit. But even still, whether it does or doesn't um, in muddy the water in that sort of sense, it still makes them a, a shared mm. load of money. And by having that tiering allows them to charge, like, is it 1,200 quid or whatever it costs for the iPhone 11 Pro or something if you were to buy it outright, something along those lines. Um, so, yeah. They... Well, the, benefit, the benefit of you buying a mobile phone every two years though, is because your contract's expired and then you pay out on a monthly loan. I'm, I'm guessing that, like me, you're not one of the people that has £1,200 sitting in your bank account to be able to buy a phone outright and then go on a SIM-free contract. I mean, I, I'm in theory, I could do that. Um but and it would it would save you money because if you buy your phone outright for twelve hundred quid and you get yourself a sim free contract, you you save money over time. Um, mm-hmm. But even still, uh, if you have your contract, your phone's never really free. You kind of like tell yourself, yeah, I'm just paying for my, my calls and stuff. But obviously, I mean, yeah. companies like O2 split it out now, so you'll pay. I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 quid a month, whatever your bill, uh, bill is, and they split it into if it's fifty quid. 20 quid is your contract, 30 quid is your phone. Um, yeah. So you, you still pay for phone as you go. But um, iPhone have managed to, by adding in these confusing different levels, they've managed to make it be not just $600 for a, for an iPhone. It's You can get a $600 version, but there's also a $1,200 version. And people yeah. buy those. So that does work for those. The issue, though, is iPhones are selling communications and apps. Uh and and I'm not belittling any of the apps that I use daily. WhatsApp, uh, use all the time. Uh, the Twitch app, yeah, use that all the time. But they aren't necessarily. They are just using parts of the system. So WhatsApp is is, I would imagine, very low in terms of um, CPU usage and graphical usage. Uh, it's just a communications platform. Okay, tw- the Twitch app uses a little bit more in terms of. Uh, the gubbins inside the phone to yeah. display Twitch chat and to allow you to watch the video feeds and 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 so on. But it's not something in terms of it. it you're not playing games. You are literally just streaming video content. So whilst that can be intensive on data, it's not necessarily intensive on on the computing inside of the device. So having games like PUBG Mobile, for example, on on mobile phones and having them uh, play better on certain phones than others, but they they play to an extent, but they aren't games that are to the extent of something like you would get on a Switch. You, um, yeah, you don't you, you play lighter mobile games for a reason because they're not to the extent of the kind of games that you would get on a Switch. Uh, be that graphical fidelity, be that the size of the game, be that um, networking and infrastructure elements. I mean, you can, there is some really good networking infrastructure elements on mobile phones um, as we've seen with the likes of Fortnite and so on not so much recently but yeah but uh yeah phones can do quite a lot of it but they don't do it to the extent that a switch does so having switch like having say six different versions okay last year's this year's next year's the year after the year after all still being on the market playing the same sort of thing that's when you start to get the uh, um the iteration stuff that you get on the app store okay this app works if you've got an iPhone 6 or above. So you'll start having to phase uh, devices out. I mean, I don't know. I can see it working to an extent, but I'm not, I'm not hundred percent. I'm not hundred percent. What do you guys think? Do you reckon then, 
that like we've seen with the Xbox. I don't actually think the PlayStation did it, but you know, was it Klarna or Karma or something with K where you could pay monthly? Um, do you reckon that that would then become a standard with maybe not game, but somewhere down the line, you'll be able to just get all of these if they make them more powerful and make it making people be able to pay for it monthly makes it a lot more accessible. Because like we just like we mentioned before, being able to have 800, 600, 1,000 pounds in your bank account to be able to just be able to put it onto a video games console, that's a lot of money to be able to. I would never be able to do that. Um, obviously, Samantha's, we've, we've come to a little bit of money at this moment in time, so that's why I'm able to get a, play, uh, a PlayStation. Baby's so absolutely minted, okay. by the way. Don't listen to him. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely not. I'm minted, not. Proper minted. Um, I know it's died. We've got no money or anything coming like that. <laughs> just, just, a, just a few um, burglaries. That's all. That's all. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So obviously that's why I'm able to get my PlayStation and stuff like that. Um. But being able to have, I would never be able to buy a mobile phone outright. Let's get that right. The difference between them is about five hundred, six hundred pounds. I would never be able to do that. Um. But if you was able to play, pay your video games console monthly, that would then make it even more accessible to everyone. That's that's the way I'm trying to look at it. Um, Gary has Klarna, said Klarna, yeah. Yeah. That, Klarna is, yeah. is like a it's a it's not just exclusive to Xbox it's it's basically an online payment service um so you can pay yeah. through Klarna um Klarna give you you I don't know if it's always interest free but they they give you the ability to pay for things over time and then they get paid by Microsoft or whoever um a percentage for finding them fees because if you if you were going to buy an Xbox console but you couldn't afford it and Klarna makes it uh, possible, then that's valuable yeah. to Microsoft. So Microsoft pay Klarna for giving you that service. Uh, Bibby has a 24 uh, karat gold uh, Lambo out the front. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Literally, the only reason we managed to save money, I mean, this is a, again, this might be a horrible thing to say because a lot of people around the country and around the world are suffering at the moment, but I think I'm one of the only beneficiaries of the coronavirus at this point in time. Like The amount of money that I've been able to save with like working from home and obviously not going out and spending money here, here left, right and centre. We have got a tiny, tiny little bit of savings put aside. So stuff like that is... Uh, Confirmed. Is, is two Lambos. Out. Two Lambos, not just the one. Two, sorry. Two, just the three. He wears them like slippers. What One Lambo for each foot. <laughs> I do. I do. So I've uh, got to the shops, which Lambo shall I take today? <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I'm not even going to choose. Jeeves, you pick for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> jumping into the chat. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know if anybody else during this pandemic and stuff like that, like because we've not been able to go out. Surely, me and Samantha aren't the only people that have managed to save money during the pandemic. Like, obviously, we, we, we're lucky enough to be able to keep our jobs. Um, I, I think Samantha's that's the thing. Busy. Samantha's busier of, than anyone at this moment in time. There's a lot of the world that that has suffered, um, but a lot of the world hasn't as well. In terms of if if people can maintain the same work. That they have been doing previously, and just save on uh, bus fares, uh, then that's it. You're in a better situation then, because you're at home, you have more time, um, and you can save financially. So there is there is a large number of people that are better off, but there is also shitloads of people, uh, yeah, that aren't. So yeah, uh, that's definitely the case. Um, jumping back into the chat, though, uh, Gary says that makes so much sense for Nintendo. The Switch is ridiculously popular, uh, so so they should just keep going with it and refresh it every time they feel it's a good time to do so. I mean, do you think that refreshing the Switch often could reduce some of the appeal of it? If there is a Switch and then a few years later you get a Lite and then a few years later you get a Pro, 
is that keeping it fresh rather than keeping it exhausting? If you have a new, uh, it's another switch. There's another switch. There's another reason to buy. Because I, I used to be a massive phone buff. Um, I would always get the new, the new phone, the new iPhone. Before that, the new Sony Ericsson's or whatever. Um, and now it's just like, oh, climb the ass. There's just, there's just what I can use an emoji or whatever the latest naff thing that just isn't really an advancement. Uh, yeah. Uh, would it would that happen? See, at the moment, I love a new console. I love all of the functions and the features that come mm. with it. But if it's just iterative, does that lose some of the excitement? Does that make the new console generation just be a bit tedious for me? Getting a new phone because I'm an old man now is more annoying because I have to get all the yeah. contacts and stuff transferred. It's actually a piece of piss. But in my head, it's still like it was a, an absolute ball ache copying everything over. Uh, so does that... well the reason you're excited about a games console nowadays though is because they come around every one to seven, well seven to eight years. If you used to bring out a new Switch console every two years, you can guarantee in five years' time that they were making games that would only work on the top high-end console. That's just the way it'll go. It's like, now there's apps. Uh, in a year's time, there will be apps on my phone that I will not be able to use. It's the same with TVs. TVs now, <clears throat> if your TV's older than three years old, it's an old TV. Like, you, you, in fact, your TV, you, you can't use the Twitch app on it anymore. So everything, like, the slow down mobile phones, so you have to go out and actually go and buy a new one because uh, of all the bloatware that they put on. And then the apps just become redundant on your phone. Like, you can't use the apps. Um, because they're just so far ahead of what your phone's capable of. We've lost Bib. Is is in mid thought that ev oh, eventually back again. things there are going go. redundant. Uh, things are getting redundant. Uh, made uh, things are getting made redundant on your phone faster than they would have been done previously. That's just the way it is. I, I just want to jump back and say regarding the uh, Twitch app on TVs. Twitch, sort your shit out because that wasn't actually anything to do with the TV. That was there's never been a Twitch app for TVs. It was some dodgy um, Russian website had made their own Twitch app and put it onto the Samsung TV store. Twitch didn't like it and got it taken down, but never put one back in their place. So Twitch, sort that shit out. But it's all right. I, I have a smart TV device called an Xbox. <laughs> so I have an Xbox Series S that just remains in my living room for my Twitch uh, broadcasting tool. So there you go. Um, uh, jumping back into the chat, all they need to do is work on their store as it's so laggy and their online services need a bit of an upgrade too. But other than that, the Switch is class and if they keep it going and release upgraded models, it makes sense. Nintendo should carry on doing or, uh, doing their own thing as it's proving really it's, it's proving to really serve them well. Plus, Nintendo have exclusive to keep people interested. Good morning, Mr. Butters. I'll read. Mm. I'll read. Uh, see, that's... I, I agree. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm also... What's the word? Uh... I'm not, I'll just say I'm not sure. I, I agree I'm not sure. Nintendo has exclusives. And Nintendo's exclusives, they've proven over this last generation that they can they can add that Nintendo magic to other things. For, for so long, it was, I want to get a Nintendo console. Oh, but you're going to play on it. Mario Kart, uh, Zelda, and Pokemon. Uh, mm. And then, like... You got Smash Brothers or whatever, which was just kind of like, oh, all the same people, but in a fighting con uh, context. Great, it's the same stuff. Uh, and there was nothing else. But then, obviously, they've they've been hitting the ball out of the park more recently with with either first party content or working with third parties and bringing more content to it. I mean, obviously, I've not even mentioned Animal Crossing yet, which is pretty much added probably i'd say at least half of that 30 percent uh growth they've had this year has been on the back of animal crossing it was that huge uh 
Um, so yeah, they, they definitely have exclusives to keep people interested. But my worry is if they did switch to that iterative um, system, would they start to... Are they cashing in on the interest? By keeping the interest building, you always keep the attention. By having something that's... And his, uh, to quote a famous philosopher, uh, DJ Khaled, and another one, and another one, and another one. It's like, is it is it going to get? It's not really a famous yeah. philosopher, just in case you didn't get that little sarcasm. Uh, um, it, yeah, you know, it's fine, fine, fine. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah. So, would that just be a bit tedious? Um, a Switch Pro is one hundred percent needed for me, uh, for sure. Uh, it must be coming for sure, says Gary Clark. I mean, that's something that Bibbs has been calling for i mean we did have rumors on it like bib says it's not ever been mentioned specifically in terms of guaranteed but there was rumors of the switch pro um in terms of the most solid rumors because it was based on the usual stuff like factory leaks of uh new processors and research into battery powers and how we can get the screens and stuff into it and i think that was like two months ago maybe um so i would say it's definitely coming um and i would say there's definitely a market for it just you kind of i don't know i don't know i was going to say you kind of feel it would have been suitable for nintendo to have had that now um because then surely that would have helped them sell more but what does that really matter because they've gone up 30 percent? their their profits have increased a, a third in a year where people can't get out and can't get to video games and and for a lot of people funding is more tighter um but then again, on the flip side, a lot of people can't get out and can't do anything. So video games is their only yeah. escape. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a pro right now would have been the perfect time to give people 1080 4K. I mean, there was conversations around 4K. I'm not sure 4K handheld would be fine. As we, me and Bib kind of predicted 1080 handheld 4K docked potentially on a pro device because of power usage and so on. Um, David did have some data on power usage as well. We spoke about that. But yeah. I'd like to. I like the idea of an iterative Switch console, but it would probably turn me off more than it would turn me on. I do have a Switch, and I don't use it very often. Having something that was iterative, I'd instantly find that not instantly within twenty four months, I would find that my Switch is all. Oh, it's that old, outdated thing that's not worth anything and won't play anything anymore. So I'm not even going to touch it. I think that would drop me off the bottom end. But I'm not their core user. Um, yeah. Jumping back in to the chat, let's catch up then because we have uh, chat has scrolled down. Uh, I don't think uh, that will work for some people, mainly like me. I don't buy Apple stuff because of this very reason, especially when phone uh, CPUs, GPUs go up by 50, 70 quid until major internal architecture upgrades uh, to manufacturers, but uh, put the prices up a couple of hundred for the user. Yeah, exactly. It's 50 quid more. That's 200 pounds extra. Um, Gary says, saying that what Nintendo has to do more than anything first is sort out the weak Joy-Cons. The amount of people that have experienced drifting on the Joy-Cons, me included, is insane. I mean, they they are clearly aware of that because there's class action lawsuits against them and they have basically put a website together that says, if you've got a Nintendo Joy-Con drift, uh, get in touch with us here uh, and we will look into it, which basically means, fuck, okay, if you if you have an issue, we will replace it without question because we don't want another <laughs> class action lawsuit. So yeah, they absolutely do need to do that. I bought, uh, we our Switch we got not December gone, December before, I think. Um, and the first time I used it was when we went to 
uh, Argentina for the Pez League regional final. So I bought. Oh, I'll take. I'll, I'll take it away uh, on the plane. Nice. I bought it and, and within six hours had to take it back to get one that had a Joy-Con that, that wasn't like permanently swift. And that was fresh out of the box. Yeah. I had to take that back. They were like, yeah, yeah, you can just calibrate it. I was like, mate, I've, I've been sat calibrating it for four hours. It's not doing anything. They were like, well, I'll, sh- I'll show you. So they calibrated it. Oh, no, that's fucked, is that? I was like, I know, I told you. <laughs> can I have a new one, please? <laughs> uh, I remember uh, uh, James in response to Gary says, I remember Nintendo said it was in the works, but it has to. Uh, but it has to show it. I mean, there was an up- upgraded 3DS, a uh, new 3DS that had slightly better hardware, so hopefully it'll happen as games are becoming more demanding with the new uh, Unreal Engine. Uh, yeah, 100% that's happening for sure, although it's still a rumour. There's no smoke without fire. Um, and then we get on to the important topics. Bibi has a 24-carat gold Lambo. Uh, that's, that's true, that's true. Um, basically, Bibi is throwing cash.gif. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It's, it's absolutely Absolutely minted. not. I mean, it looks like he's sat on a standard GT Omega uh, sport chair there, but it's actually not. What it is, is it's the top of a GT Omega sport chair mounted onto a big fat stack of cash. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, good morning, Ian. How's things, dude? I didn't realize just how much money I spent uh, whilst away working until I got locked down. I haven't. Uh, I haven't performed pretty much since January. You haven't performed. It's <laughs> a personal conversation. It, it's a yeah. It's a lap dancer here during the daytime. <laughs> just having no much, No one's coming through at the moment. <laughs> no one's a lap dancer with a face mask on. <laughs> Uh, James says, I've saved, but uh, some of the savings went on beer. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Mm. Uh, Gary says, yeah, I've saved a lot, baby, and that's the reason why I was able to get PS5 and Series X. Uh, West yeah. says, no no saving for me, unfortunately. I lost a lot of money uh, through furlough for five months. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people um, will have lost on furlough. Some people will have been on furlough and broke even. Some people will have been on furlough mm. and will have had things like seasonal rail passes that cost them hundreds uh thousands even and and saved so there's all sorts of uh, situations uh uh in that sort of sense Uh, ian says my fuel costs are normally huge well that's kind of the same thing with me and babe my Mm -hmm. my daily is um to the office is 100 miles round trip so uh that's Mm. 300 miles a week because i'm in the office three days a week uh 300 miles a week bibby's is a bit more daily and he's in more days as well so that instantly is is 60 quid a week ish maybe saved uh more than that it's it's about 15 pound a day um i think mine's 145 miles round trip a day Uh, so it's about 15 pound a day in petrol um so yeah i've saved quite a lot the money that i've lost would usually be the amount of money that i would have used to to drive so in that sense i probably saved about 20 pounds um but yeah it's it's just a, it's just the way it is. I've been in a very very fortunate position. Obviously, I I had my hours reduced and I've been on furlough. Whereas Samantha's worked right the way through and she's in quite a decent job, so she earns a nice little living as well. So it's it's worked out for us. Again, it's it's a shit it's a shit thing to talk about, and I'd always be trying try and be as transparent when it comes to that stuff as it is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've got I've got nothing to complain about um, in terms of what's happened to us and our and our family anyway. Obviously. Things have happened like with my friends, my, my best mate Walker, his missus ended up getting uh, coronavirus and got hospitalised for like three weeks. Um, so it's just, we're, we're in a fortunate position where nothing's happened to us at this moment in time. Um, me and Samantha had a coronavirus test actually last week, for those of you that have seen the picture that I posted on Twitter. Um, I've never had it. Well, I've never had it this year and I've also not got it now, which is strange the amount of times that I've been around the golf course and been shopping and stuff like that and been around people that have had it um and the down waves. the line 
and the and the illegal raves that I've been going to. Yeah, so uh, that was a joke, by the way. Um, <laughs> just in yeah, case anyone it, genuinely no, thought it, it, it didn't mean it was there. it was a joke that he didn't go to the rave. It meant he went to the uh, the rave and it wasn't very good. It so was, the rave it, was a yeah, bit of a joke. It's an absolute joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I was saying this to Samantha last night actually. Like it's. I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist whatsoever, and I, this sounds like I'm going to go down a little bit of a tangent, but it's weird how I haven't had it. Like I would have thought it may I may have had it and then not realised I'd had it. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, immune system's got to a point where it would be happy to house it, but not actually had it. But everyone, when all this kicked off, everyone's going to the shops with face masks on, with gloves, and it was touching the 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 most smallest of things and now people are only doing the absolute bare minimum that you're allowed to do before going into a shop either going into a restaurant with your mask on taking it off when you sit down or leaving at 10 o'clock i genuinely thought i would have had it by now but no i've not so i have no idea how how this fucking virus thing works <laughs> well that's it i mean my my sister had it early on um, and her husband, who lives with her, didn't get it. So yeah, it's so. I said this to Samantha though. I was like, I, again, I, I said I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do generally think that it's it's something within your makeup, like of your body. What, so Sam- like Samantha's makeup. Yeah, yeah, right. You probably want to get some new makeup, mate. <laughs> like, like something that may affect you a lot easier than it'll affect everybody else is obviously down to your immune system and stuff like that. But obviously, you take the precautions anyway. You do everything that you can to try and not get it or pass it on, which is exactly why I wear my mask everywhere I go, where it's in a public place. But I, I think if I haven't got it now, I think the likelihood of me getting it is probably quite low. But that doesn't mean to say that my nana granddad or anybody else isn't going to get it. It's very odd. Very odd, very odd. Um, jumping back in the chat though, uh, Chucky says I was shit myself when I got made redundant, uh, but financially it's been a blessing. I've had to get everything in order. I mean that's 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 the good thing with with penny pinching in that sort of sense is you you do take stock and by not going out and by not being frivolous by having McDonald's shut for like a month and a half, two months, whatever it was, yeah. there's just no cheeky Big Macs or whatever. Oh, let's just just get one of those. I know we've got food in, so we spent money on that, but let's get a Big Mac meal and large fries and a cheeseburger for the road and and you know what, a couple of extra nuggets and a McFlurry. I mean, if you're gonna get McFlurry, you might as well get a big one. It's a bit bit cold though, in it outside. So do you really want ice cream? I want the ice cream. Let's get an apple pie as well. I mean, it'd be rude to not get a flat white. They're only one sixty nine. And and let's get a milkshake. Actually, no milkshake. You can't get because the machine's not working. But even still. I mean, and then all of a sudden you're like 25 quid down. It's like, fuck, I was only going to get a big neck. God. Um, so all of that stuff gone. It, uh, it does make it easier to, get, to keep um, on top of everything. Anyway, anyway, jumping back in. Uh, don't listen to Gary Clark. He's not saved. He's minted. I saw him drop a million yen to every place we went to <laughs> Japan last year. <laughs> Mr. Mr. T's gassing you up. <laughs> Uh, as long as they don't do it too often, uh, I feel it will be okay. Uh, the brand is strong, so if they have the right features, this back onto the Nintendo consoles, by the way, not 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 Philo. Um, Philo isn't a brand. Uh, the brand is strong, so if they have the right features that is worth it, it will work. If they don't do that, then I agree, as it could affect it negatively. I, I agree, I agree. I think iterative Switch development is feasible. I think iterative annual development isn't. And I, do, I think... I mean, it's the same conversation that we we will have with video games. We've all spoken uh, about. Um, I mean, let's 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 talk about current video games. Pez has a season update. We've all said, do do video games need to release every season just because the football uh, world is built around the calendar? Do video games need to be built around the calendar? Why does that happen? That happens because of profit, obviously. Um, so, do Switch consoles need to happen uh, according to a calendar? No. But if they if they release consoles 
when there is a significant development. It could be double the battery life in this version of the console. Everything else is exactly the same. That's a, that's a good enough reason for some people to want to buy them. Not just, well, it's next year, so there's 7% extra battery and uh, uh, your, your screen's for nits brighter or whatever it is. Is it nits? Is that what they measure brightness in? I, I can't remember. Um, so yeah, if they don't just do it calendar-based, if they do it based on actual iteration, actual... Uh, evolution, then that's fine for me. If if it's if like that, we had about a thousand uh, DSs, but they came out when there was something new to offer. Be it three um, D, be it uh, Excel, be it whatever. If there's something that's added, then I'm happy enough with that iterative uh, development. Um, just just don't don't base it around a calendar of nothing okay so it's, it's a new year so new console yeah. why just because money uh okay nice no thanks um nintendo strategy is based around its ips mario zelda etc hardware comes second just look at what they're doing with that circuit thing um labo more two they will release a more powerful version of the switch it's inevitable just not uh the linchpin of their strategy <laughs> gary says calm down <laughs> gary, <laughs> says, Never. Uh, uh sounds like the switch is drifting problems uh Left, right, and centre. <laughs> are, <Jesus> <laughs> uh, are you Murray Walker in disguise? Kappa! Uh, uh, Ian says, I work full-time in the entertainment industry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> yes, it does still stand on you. Costs be a fortune in the Lambo. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's what, that's what it is. Yeah. Bibi, yeah, cost listen, it... listen, I think from here to Blackpool every single day will cost a lot more than £15 in a Lamborghini, I'm telling you that now. <laughs> Golf in a Lamborghini? Bibi, you've changed. <laughs> uh, I've heard about bouncing Bibi's raves. What a bouncing floor. Oh, I... uh, Ian says, lockdown actually worked out not too bad for us too. It came six months after my son's leukaemia diagnosis. Uh uh, so it stopped him falling behind at school as he's back now with the other kids in school. We we're also quite used to looking after ourselves with regards to anti-backing everything and stuff like that. Do you know what? Mm. That is a horrendous thing to have to deal with. Um, so do you know what? Forgetting, without going too deep into it, um, GG's on still being positive around it. That is an yeah. absolute minefield. And you've it, for being simply positive and brushing it off like that, In in uh, obviously it's a Twitch chat, so you might just be doing that anyway, but GG's, GG's, well done, dude. Um, uh, David says it has been proven that our immune systems have gotten weaker because our homes have gotten cleaner and we aren't being exposed to, uh, and we've been ex we've been exposed to lesser viruses that share bits of bad stuff to build up the immune system. That's why allergies are on the rise. That's that's been a thing for about twenty thirty years. That um, I remember having uh, debates around that at school. Um, it was in science, I think it was. Anyway, the teacher at the time, uh, Mr. Ashley, who David will remember. Anyway. Uh, was talking about how when he was a kid, kids pretty much go outside and eat dirt. What should we do? Let's play with a stick and chew some mud. Whereas kids these days have got Super Nintendo consoles to sit inside on, and and it's it's the same console again, but a generation forward. We've now got um, YouTube channels that are dedicated to how do you clean your house effectively and and things like that. So everything is cleaner. Everything's more accessible. People people have more time for actual cleaners and things as well. I mean, Bibi has three, obviously. I mean, one for each Lambo, uh, and then one for the house. Uh, it just well, that house. I mean, one for every house. Sorry, should I say? Uh, you know what Bibi's like, Captain Minted. Um, but yeah, Captain Minted. Eh? Captain Minted. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Um, Let's put a pin in that, though. So they could be new switches. They could be iterative. We will see. We will see. Speaking of iterations, something else that has iterated, and I'm going to I'm gonna be honest, this doesn't look good. 
this looks it looks ridiculous that's what it looks that's what it looks as i told mr t on social media yesterday Ivan uh for vgc says nba 2k21 shows its revolutionary graphics in its first ps5 video the 70 dollar basketball game will be released in november i mean it just looks ridiculous it just looks ridiculous yeah. god i mean in a good way obviously it looks ridiculous if you if you're not seeing this then check it out i do want to say one thing first though i do want to say one thing i'm not a fan of that tagline uh everything that's in that if anyone's watched that nba 2k trailer i mean i'm i i'm not gonna play this game um not because i don't like the look of this game and not because i don't like the idea of basketball i don't know how to play basketball so therefore the time that it would i would have to get used to the rule book on this well i i could play pez inside out because i know all of the rules wonderful fifa same i'm, not, I'm probably not gonna play that much fifa but I, I could pick it up and play it this requires a learning curve but mm -hmm. i can still absolutely appreciate how incredible this game looks so that the first thing that pisses me off about this article is that first bit there. $70 basketball game will be released. Why, why go in with the price? We've, we've had that conversation. Prices will have to go up. That's inflation. That's just that's just life. Why start off mm -hmm. with a negative? God. Anyway, anyway, aside from that, you know, I'm going to hit play on the trailer whilst I uh, uh, jump down and read. I'll try to keep it in screen for as, as long as possible so you, you can see it as I'm there. But, but anyway, 2K has released the first NBA 2K21 next-gen gameplay footage showing off next-gen basketball game captured on PS5. NBA 2K21 will be released on November 10th for Series X and S and November 12th for PS5 in the US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea and November the 19th for PS5 in all other regions. Obviously, that's alongside the console releases. Um, quote within the article says, Never before have we been able to deliver this level of visual fidelity and realism in a video game, said Greg Thomas, president of visual concepts in a prepared statement. And the quote goes on to say, NBA 2K21 is the standout title uh, that best delivers the promise of next-gen, truly revolutionary graphics. Uh, light, uh, lighting? Uh, I'm guessing that's a miscopy and paste. Lightning, fast, load times, and incredible new features and gameplay only possible from next-generation hardware. NBA 2K21 was the first next-gen game to be priced at $70, and other publishers have since followed suit, including Activision and Sony. So therefore... If other publishers have followed suit, it's not a $70 game. It's just a standard price game. So it didn't really need to be in the tagline, but there we go. Uh, just making sure that we do it going on the tagline. Okay, there we go. Last year, Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said he believes the industry is close to delivering games that are indistinguishable from real life. The executive told CNBC that PS5 and Xbox Series X would help developers achieve photorealism we have a new console generation coming and that's going to allow us to do some things that we haven't been able to do before creatively that's exciting he said but as i said before we're going to reach a point where you won't be able to tell the difference between what's been created in the computer and what's real zelnik said life life graphics are particularly suited to certain types of games such as the nba 2k series but not to others that doesn't mean we'll do it for all our games he said borderlands for example is an animated universe it's always going to be an animated universe but this promise of taking certain titles like basketball and making it truly look live action is pretty close now squint a little bit it looks like live action that's really exciting and that gives our creative folks a new canvas on which to paint uh Take Two said in August that NBA 2K20 had shipped 14 million units. I'm just going to hit play on the video again uh, whilst that's here. Talking about the lifelike stuff and squinting, I said in response to one of Asim's tweets yesterday, I saw NBA 2K14 at Play Expo in Manchester. Um, and that, maybe it was 2K13. It could, I, mean, I think it was 14. Um, and that looked incredible. At that point in time, this is like... Uh, 
obviously seven years ago it looked ridiculous not even squint just look at the tv and you could be forgiven for thinking that you're looking at an actual basketball game so much so mm. that i got nba 2k14 um and proceeded to found the basis of what i've just said i would love to be able to play it i would love to be able to understand it but i also don't want to put that much time into it because i have so much other things to play that i play it and realize i'm shit at basketball games so i I didn't play it for that long you can't play basketball like you play football um obviously uh so i was i was poor at it but it was that good looking that it dragged me into it to give it a try is in the same way that seeing that seeing steph curry's face chewing on that mouth guard and then seeing like life uh like IRL pictures put next to it on social media and seeing how good it looks. It looks incredible. It, it really, really mm-hmm. does. It really, really does. What are your thoughts on it, babe? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've spoken to Asim about this as well. It's just a shame that I have zero interest in basketball. I, said, I was saying, like, my peak basketball days were, like, NBA Jam, like, where it was just 2v2. I've, I actually bought... <clears throat> NBA Playgrounds 2. It was on offer for like two quid or something like that. Just so I could play something that resembled NBA Jam-ish. Because I've, I don't know the rules of basketball. I know that you have to throw the ball into the hoop. That is it. You can't, sorry, you can't run with the ball unless you're bouncing it. They're the only two rules that I know. I don't know how to tackle. I don't know how to defend. I don't know what you can do. Can you stand under the net and tip the ball away? No, you, I, I don't think you can. Um, so it's, I have zero interest in playing NBA games purely because I don't know the rules of NBA. I don't watch it. My interest on, on it was the last dance. That was it. Like, I really enjoyed watching that. And the thing that blows my mind about this is look at how good Michael Jordan looks. It's and he has, it, well, it, it's not as if like he's been scanned. Like, he can't be scanned. Have you seen the fucking size of him now? Like, they've had to take what he used to look like and try to make it look as good as it did, as he did in his prime into a video game now and they've still managed to absolutely nail it like if this is this is the i mean nba 2k has always been for my for my opinion as a sports fan uh looking over from the other side from football games stuff like that they've always looked stunning like i've got i've got nba 2k 18 i think on my switch again it was next to nothing when i bought and i actually bought 2k 20 as well when that was two quid played it not even for probably two hours because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to play in playground mode. Playground mode interests me so much more than the actual game does. Like being able to go and play two on two, three on three basketball in a playground with other people around the world. That that screams to me like playing knockout when when you was younger playing football. Like they'd just be six years one would go in there and then it would just be if you score you through that was that that it to me is like the pinnacle of sports games being able to have little mini games around that that's fantastic but nba itself the basketball the game of basketball it doesn't interest me but the graphics interest me a lot on this like i, think, I imagine the storyline this year is going to be phenomenal in this game as well i think that's the key thing for me is um as someone that once again uh, space jam uh and the, um the Last Dance is pretty much my uh, in-depth exposure to basketball too. I've never watched a game on TV. Um, yeah. I've never... I mean, I would go watch a game live for the atmosphere. I love the idea of basketball. The same way that I love the idea of American football. I love the idea yes. of going to watch uh, an NFL game. Couldn't tell you anything about the rules, and that's the issue. Yeah. That's where my issue is, is... I like the concept. I, I like the whole Americana idea around it. Uh, just like any any competitive sport game, I like the idea of uh, watching 
pretty much any cup. The Olympics, I find myself watching hockey. I don't, I'm never going to play hockey. Um, uh, but the idea that you can get the idea, your head around the team sport and what's good and what's not. And when you start to three games in, you start to see, okay, that was a fucking amazing shot. Um, that's probably the only time I'd watch basketball. I have seen actually, I have, I've seen bits of basketball at the Olympics. It's not, it's not quite the same. Um, yeah. So, so. Beyond that, I'm not going to take it any further. So, okay, let's get rid of basketball. Let's let's get rid of the sport and then talk about what we're actually seeing here from a video game and what is revolutionary because it's a revolutionary mm-hmm. graphics in the timeline. Uh, in the timeline, I think in the timeline, in the title, third time. Okay, uh, yesterday we were talking about Phil Spencer saying um, the S box boss or X boss box or whatever I called it yesterday. <laughs> Here um, we go. Um, so. He said ray tracing has been spotty at best. Um, basically saying that nothing over the next generation has really given us a, re- a next generation feel yet. And I think that's that can absolutely not be attributed to this trailer. This looks next gen. It, I mean... Yeah, it's easy to easy to say that when it comes to 2K because it's always not next gen, <laughs> but even more to take take something even further forward than it has been previously at that. That pace is, is is cool. I mean, look, this is this is a thumbnail of a video that's paused. That look at the detail. We always say like we always commend how good some faces look on on Pez, for example. But just look at how good that is. Look at the level of detail on Steph Curry's eyes, his irises, for example. Forgetting like his beard and his and hair, just that it's like it's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, I mean, like when I say, I do get a little bit jealous when I see the likes of Jumbo Ash and Rich Lee talking about all these American sports. Like they stay up until four o'clock in the morning to watch basketball, and I'm like, I wish I had, I wish I had that in me to be able to stay up and watch a sport. Hockey that much. Yes, hockey. Like, I'd love to. Yeah, I've always loved the ice hockey. Ice hockey would probably be the one that I'd be more interested in. I actually know the rules of that, um, but again, it doesn't really translate. I mean, what? Which is the NBA game that me and you got? Was it eighteen? No, nineteen. No, NHL nineteen. Was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. But they had they had like Ultimate Team and pro clubs and stuff like that on it, which I thought was just it was so much fun. And NHL is definitely one out of the four. Is it four major American sports? NHL, NBA, NFL, and M. Uh, Major League Best MLB, yeah. So out them four, I think NHL is probably the one that I have the most affectionate for uh, affection for because I used to play NHL on the Mega Drive, (laughs) the Mighty Ducks. That's what it is. I mean, I I actually have a Mighty Ducks jersey based on that that affection and that that love. And I have uh, an NFL jersey, um, Jacksonville Jaguars, so not necessarily a top level jersey because I won tickets to an NFL game, which I actually didn't go to uh, a few years back. Um, So I. I want to enjoy these sports, but because they're not on TV every day and because I'm not going to... I'd have to go out of my way as a person in the UK to fully digest these sports. I'll either have to watch them not live, record them and watch them on demand or something like that. It's just not It's just not the same. And I'm not going to be having conversations. You Yesterday in the office, we were talking about transfers and United and, and whatever, because that's the, that's what I enjoy from sport. And, and, and basketball, NBA... Uh, NFL, MLB, NHL would to be able to uh, participate in all of that, but I'm not going to have those conversations on the daily. I'll have to go out of my way to do it. So yeah. Anyway, anyway, as a UK guy, it's just not normal life like this. So that's the only yeah. reason. Uh, but yeah, these. Anyway, jumping back through the chat because uh, we are starting to run out of time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Too bad, Gordon again. 
So to quote Christina Aguilera, let's get dirty. Uh, NBA. Oh. <laughs> I watched this 50 times before it was officially released and 50 times after. It still blows my mind, says Mr. T. Uh, that trailer was ridiculous, says Gary. Uh, same here, man. I'm definitely not going to buy it because it's because it's basketball and I don't really play those games, but it does look incredible. I mean, that's the thing. If you, if it's not for you, then it's not for you. It's fine. It's, it's, it's not for us. Mm. But it's for me, the, the key thing here is what it's what it's showing. With how this yeah. is this is the first game minutes into the new console life cycle and it can look this good. Um yeah. obviously it can, can look you imagine with how it looks now on Mafia Four, if there was one to come out, how good it would look with the graphics like that. This is just the start of a of a two K game. This is the first one that I've I've seen anyway, uh where it's it looks as beautiful as it does. Like it's just it's stunning. Imagine that in away from sports and just the the world that could surround it. Oh exactly. I mean, like, uh, let's move away from two K. Stick with take two though. Let's let's say we've got GTA Five coming. We know that we've had that confirmed. GTA Six with this. Imagine, I mean, like, the faces of um, uh, Trevor and all well, the other characters. I can never remember the names of them in the GTA Five storyline. Were pretty good anyway. But look mm. at one of those faces next to Steph Curry's face here. And there is there's a, a world of difference. Obviously, that's a PS3 face that's been upscaled to PS4, and and um, yeah, I don't know if it will be on PS5 in terms of an upscaling. Obviously, on online is, um, <clears throat> but it's not going to look that good. So so the the stuff that's in this, the technology that's in this, the lighting systems, and and it all being a bit more natural in this, to some extent, will be in GTA 6 if that happens, uh, or whatever it's going to be called, will be in. Um, any other games? Uh, are we still? Are we still? Are we still rolling on GTA Six being Vice City with VI being six? Is that what we're saying? Like Resident Evil Village with VI I I I I I I, I, I being eight. Anyway, um, so yeah, what this does show is the first proper taste of what next gen lighting, mm -hmm. what ray tracing, what that new uh, uh, CPU GPU uh, brings to. The consoles, which is nice, which is nice. Um, just like 2K14 did, this will show what the new consoles are capable of, says Mr. T. Words out of my mouth. 2K14 on PS4, Xbox One, that is. Uh, Mr. T, uh, Asim says, uh, I agree, 2K14 was easily standout title for the current consoles to show what they could do at launch. Asim says, I have zero interest of constantly being reminded about microtransactions. Uh, is, I, I'm assuming that's an NBA comment in general. Uh, Asim says, I'm not hugely into basketball, but enough that I can play this game. Uh, uh, Iceman, have you played the game? You don't constantly get reminded. It's your choice if you want to do so in neighborhood. Is neighborhood the the career mode, the the ultimate team? Oh, neighbor, neighborhood's like the pro clubs side of things. Oh. Again, I've only dipped into it for less than two hours into the neighborhood stuff, so I forgive me uh, for all you NBA guys. But uh, neighborhood, oh, so yeah, neighborhood is the one where you like dip in and it's your created character. And you'd go in and you play against other people. The career mode, I think, is I think it's just called career mode, as far as I'm aware. Um, Asim says yes, microtransactions is in the game, uh, but there's uh, it, it, this, this this ah there we go. But there's this incorrect perception that uh, there are ads for microtransactions plastered in the game due to the way it's reported and covered. Couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, Robbo, good morning, dude. Uh, says uh, love watching the NFL, but basketball doesn't do the same for me. Um, mm -hmm. The the kind of the kind of the same for me. 
in terms of I'm open to them all, but none of them have won me over enough yet. Uh, Gary says out of all American sports, basketball is, is the easiest to learn from a rule standpoint. Really? Um, Iceman says I've played a couple of NBA 2K games where they became available free. Hated the experience. Uh, Beans says sup nerds, get out of here. I'm seeing Beans. <laughs> uh, oh, your stuff's been sent out, by the way, mate. Um, it got sent yesterday, so hopefully you should receive that in the coming days. Nice, nice, nice. Chicken for charity winnings. Um, yeah, uh, uh, oh, chat's, chat's gone. Uh, going to finally beat you online this year, says Mr. T. Uh, bring it. Uh, this one says, When you advertise your loot box mechanics as if it's a casino, I'd call that aggressive. Um, Mr. T says, That was one old online ad. You're implying that it's plastered in the game. It's not. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I. I haven't played it, so I can't really comment. But I didn't even know that casino thing existed. I, can't, I don't know if it was you, Iceman, or, or Jordan. Someone posted a picture of the casino in the chat, which obviously, naturally, I'm going to uh, revolt against because that goes against everything that we'd ever asked for in terms of microtransactions and gambling and all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, naturally, I'd take that. That said, I don't have the context for that. And I've never heard of that before. So I'm not sure it's it's it's... It's too aggressive in that sense, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't play it. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, the only American sport I ever stirred up for was WWE pay-per-views and Sky Sports. Wait until yes. 4 a.m. <laughs> then 1 a.m. when the start time uh, start time changed in the notice. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, Gary says, I've got to head out uh, now, guys. Good to speak to you. Take it easy. Cheers for dropping in, dude. Much appreciate you. Good being mate. Um, Bean says, compare it to that ribber picture that they always use from old pairs. What the uh, the like, like gurn face, <laughs> one giant tooth. <laughs> uh, West says, can they ever make ribbery look good? Good point, good point. Uh, fair enough. If you're not into the game or sport like the lads, uh, but the microtransaction conversation is skewed, probably comes from people that regularly play, spend money in my club or foot. Uh, bacon chin, all right, big dogs, all right, mate. Uh, I'll all see right. Better chairs today, less slouch. Yeah, those those chairs aren't made for that sort of setup. That's just our uh, we've thrown something together for social distancing sort of setup. Um, it wouldn't be too bad if we had the camera up close, um, but then you wouldn't mm -hmm. get the full studio sort of stuff. So yeah, they're not really yeah. made for that. It's made for more of a coffee table. Um, like they're made for more of a coffee table sort of discussion, whereas we're using it as a forward presentation stuff. So it's just yeah. Just what we get yeah, to do. You'll notice that my legs have to be like sideways, so I'm sat in a very uncomfortable position because I can't. I'm not. I'm not high enough on the chair to be able to have my legs straight. Like I'm. My legs are straight now, obviously because I'm in a chair that I can adjust the height on. But on them ones, because it's so low, like to be comfortable, <laughs> my fucking legs are like bent sideways. Yeah, they're uh, actually. They're actually meeting room chairs. So we've raided one of the meeting rooms in the office and brought them <laughs> down. So they're meant to be comfy chairs where you can just sit. <laughs> flop into it fully dissolve and then just have a comfy meeting not something that you're supposed to be sat in and presenting it <laughs> you know i was what? in bacon chin stream last night and he said uh i did a posture check and you didn't pay any attention i said mate i couldn't be sat up anymore if i tried on them chairs because they're so low i'm like i'm having to sit forward to be able to sit up properly it's like no. graham said it's one of the ones that you have to when you're in there, you, it's kind of like you want to do this, where you just want to lie down with your backs just they are, they're, they're low and deep. They are deeper than they are higher in terms of the seat back. The seat back is probably half the length of the like the depth of the chair. So, that yeah, super deep, not very tall. So you pretty much just <laughs> lay on it. So it's fine. It's fine. We got the news out. Well, two, two articles like we are doing today. So that's, uh... Another cracky discussion, though. Like, if there's one thing that this show does at this moment in time, it's picking the the topics 
that people want to get involved in. And it's more credit to the people that are in the chat, all you guys that join us every single every single morning uh, to talk about this stuff. We have, usually, it'll be like 20 to 25 minutes per per news story. I mean, 15 minutes would usually be the max if we want this to be a show. Uh, it only goes out for an hour. That never fucking happens. One topic ends up turning into a 45-minute discussion, and that is why I love this show so much, because everyone has an opinion, and then we can all discuss the opinions. That's exactly why I want you to all get involved. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we are going to fly through the last two articles, though, because we, um, we're not that much over if you factor in the uh, intro and the countdown and stuff. So I'll just jump into the last two, although we will go through them non-stop because they are fairly top top level. So that's good. That's good. Um, so the first one is this. It's it's a tweet from Player IGN. If you don't know who Player IGN is, he is uh, a data miner for PUBG and probably other games as well. Uh, but this is a tweet uh, saying... Uh, Crypton, which is the parent company of PUBG Corp, is making a new top-down tactical shooter, a game that reuses a lot of PUBG's assets. It's been worked on as early as 2016, as far as I know. The game title is Thunder Tier 1. Um, that's nothing new. That's nothing new. Thunder Tier 1 has been on Steam and been talked about in videos for quite a while, as it mentioned 2016 there. However, the bit where it gets new is it says PUBG partners are invited for an alpha test. So you can see some of the assets here. That's uh looks like a P90, uh, which isn't in PUBG, but but some of the assets you'll start to see look similar. Texturing wise, mm. looks maybe a bit more detailed than PUBG, or maybe on par. Um the UA uh UAZ truck that you've seen in PUBG uses as prop. Uh more vehicles that you've seen for PUBG as as props. Looks 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 nice, looks nice, looks nice. But this is where the news comes from. Um this is a tweet from uh, Laura, which is Laura, W-R-R, Laura, I don't know how you pronounce that. But anyway, the tweet says, Hi, Laura, as one of our PUBG partners, uh, so this is taken from an email. As one of our PUBG partners, we'd like to offer you the opportunity, what are you, what are you chickling at? The, the Laura, I'm trying to fucking keep it down here. Yeah. As Laura, as one of our PUBG partners, we, uh, hi Laura, as one of our PUBG partners, we'd like to offer you the opportunity to join a small group of selected invitees who are testing out a brand new game from Crafton. Let us introduce Thunder Tier 1, an exciting new top-down tactical shooter where players lead an elite military unit battling against enemy operatives. Thunder Tier 1 is highly realistic and forces players to make tactical and strategic decisions in real time. It boasts several game modes, including solo, multiplayer, and campaign. Um, and then Player IGN goes on to say, Crypton describes it as a hyper-realistic, uh, as it describes it as hyper-realistic and includes several game modes, including solo, multiplayer, and campaign. Thunder Tier 1 is going to be available on Steam and here's the game trailer, which he's embedded in the tweet there. Uh, the trailer is old, and there will be a new one out soon. Thunder Tier 1 will support modding, uh, and there's even a replay mode for, uh, for those of you out there that make cinematics. Interesting. So PUBG was always supposed to have modding. It hasn't shown up purely because, for my reasoning, uh, this is not, never been confirmed, my reasoning is... Uh, if you make modding, you lose the potential for earning money because people can mod in the things that you want to charge them for. And PUBG mm -hmm. wanted modding because that's where it came from. Realised that that could potentially harm profits from the uh, business model that they were planning to use. So it's never turned up. Instead, they're working on Thunder Tier 1 and will use modding and stuff in that. What are your thoughts, Bib? Um, if you go to the fourth picture, now you're probably in a better position than I will to be able to explain this to me, but a couple a couple of months ago, play the player unknown studios. I don't know if that's right, but they they shown a trailer 
and then they had the trailer on loop for like three days or something like that where it was just in a really really dark forest and there was just like a boulder in front of you and it was just thunder and lightning mm-hmm. go to the fourth picture does that look like the type of place that that was being sh- shown and filmed i don't know what the studio was i'm sure it was a PUBG studio whether it that was crafting it was yeah it was, player um, unknown. it was player unknown that had tweeted it um i can find that as well so give me a second because that is an account that i follow on twitter it's the new game is called Prologue. Prologue. Was that right. an, was that the actual name or was that a working title? That's the, the name as is. Um, it could be right, a working okay. title. Uh, so we have up first um, this image from Player IGN uh, yesterday, which shows um, a, a grassy sort of clearing with a few boxes and things and a few tents, which are very similar to the kind of things that you would have in PUBG anyway. There's also a vehicle, which looks to be the same model as the Zima, which is a vehicle in PUBG. So grassy clearing, that's nice. Fine, fine. Um, the, the comparison that Bib is making is for this prologue, which is a separate game, um, which is being made by Player Unknown Productions. So Player Unknown himself, aka Brendan Green, was taken off PUBG and put onto um, uh, other things. I can't remember the technical phrase that they use it. Anyway, player on productions. So he was looking at other technologies and other, other opportunities for the business. And then I think was it E3 last year, this came out. Um, this is a Twitter video, so it will look like an absolute smash lasagna for a few minutes. But there you go. Yeah, it does look pretty similar. Yeah, um, see, uh, my immediate thought when I was seeing that first, uh, that fourth pitch was, is this what they were talking about? Have, have I just completely missed something down the line? Uh, but like I say, Prologue was the name, it may be a working title, but it's clearly not the same game. I'm looking at the chat, and it looks like Robbo has actually got an invite into it, which is great. Uh, Robbo says, the guy I mod for uh, has the invitation. It's a 48-hour test, ah, okay. uh, um, October 15th, 17th, and they can stream it. They're using some of the PUBG skins. Um, ah, yeah, sorry, Gagod. Uh, Gagod is a PUBG streamer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's a multi, multi-game. Gagod is, is pretty much... He's kind of like Shroud in terms of he's ridiculously good at anything. He plays PUBG, plays uh, Warzone, and, and whatever. So he wasn't... He, uh, that name sounds familiar. I don't know if it's just because I've seen him stream. Was he in the Chicken for Charity match? Yeah, he was. He was in the show match. So it was Gagod, the Beard Guys. I can't remember who the other two were. Um, that They were on the PUBG uh, partner team. Um, right. So yeah, they were in the first game, uh, 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 but yeah, the skins are from PUBG. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it did, did mention in in the thing that they're reusing a lot of the texture. So there was the the UAZ, there was the Zima, um, uh, a few of the buildings, the boxes and the tents and stuff. Uh, which yeah, wouldn't surprise me if it all works. Uh, the pinch it all, all looks the same. But what what are your thoughts on top down? I mean, that loses my attention initially. It's almost like dungeon crawler sort of stuff. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I do like a good top-down game. I think more this is the, as much as it is a top-down game. Like I said, it's more of a strategy game. So it's whether or not you've got the tendencies to be able to take your time with that kind of stuff. I over time have moved away from that kind of thing because I seem to be a lot less patient than I used to be when it comes to games like that. Um, so the tactical side of it, as much as I like it, I mean, there was a game that we picked up last year when we was at Gamescom uh, when we went to go and see the Daymare guys. Uh, it, it was Ancestors Legacy uh, that we got, and that is uh, like a real-time strategy, top-down kind of game, uh, and I actually quite enjoyed that um, for halfway through, but yeah, it's 
I can't see me playing this, if I'm being honest. Um, I mean, I've very rarely played PUBG, not that it's ever going to be the same kind of thing, but a real-time strategy game, uh, I used to be mad into them. I just haven't got the patience anymore. I just want to get in, shoot shit, and get out. Uh, Beans says, I'd much rather an FPS or a TPS rather than top-down. I agree. Um Bacon Chin says low and deep. Sounds like a debut rap album. Um, I started talking about the chairs, but it could also be talking about something else. Hey. Um, Gagad says, who me? Gagod? <laughs> no, you're superior, obviously. You're superior. That's what, that's what we're saying. Um, Robo says, I don't think many will play it. I mean, it depends. It depends. Uh, if a lot of the PUBG partners see it as something new, and they... I mean, one of the comments... Uh, I have moved off of that article, so I don't know if I've still got it there now. Is uh, One of the comments um, says, PUBG making its own armour. Pog. Um... So other people said that would be going full circle now. I mean, I'm not sure if PUBG could make an armor. Armor was massive. Uh, I mean, I don't think a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people on Twitch and a lot of people here will probably understand how influential armor was. But armor has basically given birth to most of the, the games that are topping Twitch now in terms of the Battle Royale genre, at least anyway. Um, but I'm not sure PUBG could go full circle and create something that has the same impact uh that armor had from a top-down game like that i think you kind of need to create new experiences and that will be a new experience but it's almost a new experience of PUBG. um and therefore by proxy if it's a new experience of PUBG, it's a sequel of experience and i don't mean sequel in terms of like the PUBG 2 but it's 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 a deviation from the original therefore not as good as the original therefore i mean this is uh, stereotypically speaking most people will see it as it's it's PUBG but not PUBG so not as good so I'm not going to play it yeah um although it could have it could have a big pop we never know we never know I'm, I'll, I will keep my eyes out I will see it I will uh, keep my eyes and see what's happening um and then maybe maybe try it out but yeah I'm not sure if it's for me um West says I can't be bothered with top down I'll sit with PUBG looking forward to seeing the improved frame rate Xbox One and PS4 Pro will be getting on it soon um I'm hoping it will absolutely smash it on PS5 <laughs> I mean not that we've had a next gen version confirmed by the way shout out to uh, Andy MH5 uh, PUBG console community coordinator because whenever he streams he just gets shitloads of people trying to asking questions trip him up to say something about the next gen uh, yeah. PUBG I mean we all know there will be a next gen PUBG it's never been said or confirmed so he can't say anything about it whenever people ask him so will yeah. next will PUBG PS5 have that and and he's like I don't know does that exist has anyone mentioned that and it's like eh, <laughs> see what you did there <laughs> um but anyway uh, rumors are that we could be getting a PUBG 2.0 on a new engine uh, let's just talk I mean I think PUBG 2 needs to happen PUBG's uh, user base has been dropping off slowly um although i may say slowly it's, it goes up and down depending on new content in the game and so on um but new maps aren't really cutting the mustard anymore because that's kind of like everyone wants the same experience everyone wants the first experience that that erangel thing so having a vikendi oh great it's, it's, i want erangel but with snow vikendi is a different thing entirely i want erangel with sand miramar and karakin are different things entirely so the only way you can really kill it with PUBG is to to box off all of the things that you you as a PUBG player ignore so the the sluggish movements the fact that you you come up to a wall and you want to jump over it and you end up kind of like brushing against it and jumping up and down on the spot that that's shit they need to get rid of all of that to make it good so yeah that, that's where we need to go anyway anyway before we before I start talking to you for hours and hours on PUBG if you want if you do want to talk more PUBG I will be playing PUBG on Thursday so feel free to jump in and join me then uh, as we play some PUBG maybe even Friday too because Bibby's abandoning us so we can talk PUBG then um 
How dare you, babe? Anyway, final story. We will fly through it because we're now starting to overrun. Uh, is about Godfall, written by Jodie McGregor for PC Gamer. It says, Godfall won't be a live service game, uh, but you'll have to be online. No offline mode. Um, Godfall, the forthcoming fantasy looter slasher from Canterbury Games and Gearbox, will be playable in co-op or solo, but either way, you need to be online. This was confirmed by the official Twitter account, who said Godfall is not a service game, but it does require an internet connection to play. Presumably, uh, presumably it's to prevent cheating, so that when you jump into a game with other players, you know they haven't done a Diablo 2 and given themselves max stats and all the best items. Keeping character progression and loot drops server-side would prevent that from happening, although since Godfall won't have PvP, What's the harm? Uh, Godfall will be out on November 12th, exclusive to the Epic Games Store. Um, obviously, on PC, it'll be exclusive to the Epic Games Store, but it's coming out on PS5 too, so, yeah. Thoughts, babe? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, if there's one game from uh, new next-gen that I'm looking forward to, it is absolutely this. I mean, obviously, we've got Cyberpunk and that, that'll be coming out uh, around the same time, but this, oh, baby, this is going to look absolutely dynamite on PlayStation 5, not just on PC. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm never a fan of offline games n never being able to be played strictly offline. It it kind of makes no sense to me um, when it comes to that stuff. Um, it's like, for example, um, I found this out recently uh, on PGA, for instance, you can't play that game offline. Like you can't go onto the PGA tour and play through your career mode if you're not connected to the internet. That kind of bums me out a little bit because if I'm going on a flight and I've got my Nintendo Switch, I can't play off. I can't play my PGA Tour. Yeah, the like, digital handshake stuff. Yeah, that kind of it, it really bums me out. I don't know whether or not I'll be able to like um, do the digital handshake, tether it to my phone before I take off on the plane, and then I'll be able to get into my career mode. I don't know, but yeah, the whole that to have a golf game and not be able to play that offline that kind of bums me out. This is exactly the same. Like, fair enough, you might have to have the digital handshake beforehand, but. Why? Why does an offline game need to be online? That's that's weird. I don't understand that. No, I, There's obviously a reason, but I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, them having it always online and and um, in terms of progression and having it server side uh, save that makes sense. But yeah, the, I mean, the final point of it, if it's not going to have PvP, so you're not going to be playing against other players, then what is the part? Maybe, maybe that's something that will come down the line. Maybe they have plans for that sort of stuff going forward. Shows you how far we've come, though. Xbox uh, One announcement that it needs to be online all the time. People shit a brick and hated them mm -hmm. for it. Yeah, Godfall could just casually tweet out now one generation later, go, yeah, this game doesn't need to be online, but it has yeah. to be online. <laughs> and people are like, okay. I mean, to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the other side of that. If you're an offline game, don't make me just play offline because uh, uh, so it don't make me still have to go online to be able to do it because it's still it's still annoying like i I'm a, i was against it then i'm still against it now if your game is offline unless there is an absolute reason for you to just be able to have the handshake to be able to do it just let me just let me enjoy my game like this is the reason why i still like physical games not that it would make a difference now um in fact i seen a tweet the other day uh saying this is the reason why we still have physical games PlayStation are still selling like The Last of Us for 60 quid, whereas you can buy, uh, sorry, The Last of Us 2 for 60 quid. You can go to a shop now and get The Last of Us for 30 quid mm -hmm. because you're buying the physical version of the game. Like the, the, the having the, the offline and the, the physicals and the online, the digital age and things like that, I'm still, I'm still a dinosaur when it comes to that stuff. Um, I keep, I buy games to keep them so I can play them whenever I want. Like Scott Pilgrim now is one of the biggest examples there is. Scott Pilgrim is meant to be coming back to the, uh, coming back at some point, but because the license ran out of it, removed from every single digital store there is, you cannot buy that game now. 
you can't go to a shop and buy it because I don't think it ever came out physically. You can only buy it digitally. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 HD, you can't buy that now unless you buy the remastered version because the licenses for the songs run out, so you can't buy that again. I'm a dinosaur when it comes to that shit. Um, if it's an offline game, strictly a, there's no PvP, there's no multiplayer, let me enjoy the game offline. I don't need to keep on having digital handshakes to be able to play these games. It's kind of annoying. Robo says, I presume the only thing uh, is so they can see numbers uh, playing maybe. I mean, there's, there's that kind of stuff. I mean, that seems a bit odd having such a gatekeeping thing which will stop people playing your game potentially just so you can see how many people are playing your game so you're stopping people mm. playing just to see how many people are playing it does seem a bit backwards but there is other things as well in terms of uh, progression in game leading to in-game currency development which then leads to in-game storefronts um and whether that has impacts on marketplaces and other microtransaction stuff alongside it or or if they do add any pvp stuff going forward as well so there is a number of reasons why that could happen um and for someone like me, whose console is always going to be online, that's that's fine. Um, however, like Baby said, what if he wants to go play something else somewhere else? So what if you're in a part of the country that has data caps? What if you're in a part of the country that just doesn't have freely accessible internet? Uh, then, yeah, uh, yeah. understandable. But well, if you work away, you take your PlayStation with you and you're sat in a hotel room, you can't play your game. Yeah, connect it to your phone. Do you do it, And it's like, yeah, great, nice. Uh, yeah. But it's still another ball eight that you have to kind of get to. I'm not going online. I'm not doing anything. If I look at my mm -hmm. data usage, it's 0.01 megabytes. So why have, have I had to do that? Uh, yeah. But yeah, Have you seen Godfall, by, any, by the way? Have you seen any of the gameplay from it? Uh, I've seen, like, short bits. I mean, we were talking about it yesterday in the office, and, and I was like, this is absolutely a bibby game. It's basically a quick... Quick summary that's probably wrong. It's Destiny meets uh, fucking Skyrim. That's a baby game, 100%. <laughs> well, it, it's got like tendencies to be a little bit like, um, I want to say Devil May Cry because it's kind of like a hack and slasher. You can throw, you can actually sprinkle a little bit of Dynasty Warriors in there as well, but the, the whole landscape of where it is, how it plays, uh, and the time set that it's in, it's like medieval but futuristic at the same time. That excites me a lot. Uh, all the different weapon classes and the the character classes that you can have. Oh baby, this is gonna be fucking dynamite. Yeah, this isn't for me. This is not my kind of game. I mean, it looks good. It, do, it does look very good, um, but it's not for me. It's not for me. Anyway, we will wrap things up uh, because we're about to get set for Masters of the League, and that is for me. Masters of the League is our Pez modded <laughs> Master League on PC, and that follows uh, this. In yeah, 10 minutes, 15 minutes ish, because we have to get offline, get set, get the green screen and everything in place, and get set for the next episode. We've just had a big episode of a literally double header against Man City at the Etihad, smashed them twice. Uh, we've just signed Chaloff, a strong, strong player who will be the strongest player in our team uh, from Russian side CSKA Moscow. But before we sign him, he won't join us until the summer. We do have, to the summer, should I say, we do have a Russian challenge before that as we have to head to Zenit St. Petersburg in the UEFA Champions League. That's our very next game. You can tune in, uh, stick around in the channel. Once we finish this up, um, we will go offline and then come back on, like I said, in about 10, 15 minutes or so. So feel free to hang around. Um, as mentioned, this will be the only episode of Masters of the League this week. We've had one on Monday. We're not going to have one on Friday as Bibby is deserting us all. How dare he? How dare he? Yeah, Play exactly. golf, lad. Come on playing golf. He's not going to be on on Monday as well. So Masters of the League today and then I'll be back next week. Um... And that means we will have filler content on Friday. Most likely PUBG, um, but we will see what else, uh, if anything else, tickles our fancy in the meantime. Uh, like I said, we're going to drop off back on with Masters of the League, but... Before we disappear and come back again, babe, is there anything you'd like to add? 
yes, if there is any video game news that you wish to see around uh, around here, I've just seen Pirate. Pirate comes in to drop socials. That is what our mods are for. Absolute fucking legend. Um, but if there's any video game news that you want to see featured on this show, tomorrow is the only chance you'll be able to do it. There's two ways you'll be able to do it. Go into the social medias. Spiral alert. It's ice cream uploads across absolutely everything. Or go into our Discord. On the left-hand side, I should say the scoop. All you need to do is drop in the URL, add your Forced Impressions. We will then add our Forced Impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time? Tomorrow, Mr. Graveday. 10 a.m. Ish. 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 It's always ish. It's always ish. Fucking West. He's done me there. Is the Lambo boot big enough for your clubs? It's not big. It's not big enough for my ego. So, to, to be fair, West, uh, you do realise you're addressing Sir Bibbington the Fifth. Uh, he has a separate Lambo for his clubs. That's what it is. Uh, Jeeves drives them around. Uh, anyway, 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 anyway. Thank you all for joining us for the scoop today. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please feel free to hit like. Join us. Join us live tomorrow, ten a.m. ish. Ish, ish. So yeah, then, ish, ish, ish. we'll see you soon in about 10-15 minutes from Master League. Have yourself a lovely day and stay frosty. Stay frosty!